This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. ProFarmer says that Indiana and Nebraska corn yields are not as good as USDA. The crop stress continues. I have said that when corn is planted early with a full subsoil moisture profile that it is hard to kill. What I meant by that is that it can stay ahead of late summer drought. It generally doesn't stop raining entirely. The rains this summer stopped in June for many farmers. I have corn planted on April 25th that is still pretty solid with little tip back despite the lack of rain for six weeks. That is when heavy dirt pays for itself. It is not what it would have been, however, had we gotten a couple of timely rains. Roots are going deep and crop signs are that the corn is running out of gas. According to Purdue agronomists, severe stress can continue to limit kernel dry weight accumulation between the dense stage and physiological maturity. 26% of corn has dented in Iowa. Estimated yield loss due to total plant death at full dent is about 40%, while total plant death at half milk line would decrease yield by about 12%. Iowa State University climatologist Elwin Taylor says that corn plants come under stress with temperatures of 85 degrees and higher. We have a near zero chance of rain in our 10-day forecast, and four of the 10 days have high temperatures forecast of 85 degrees and higher in northwest Iowa. Nighttime temps stay in the 50 to 60s, which helps some. The grain fill period for corn is about 60 days. The longer, the better. The more time that the corn plant has to pack weight into kernels, the higher the yield. Heat and drought stress the next 10 days is not good for either the corn or soybean fill. Again from Purdue, farmers and agronomists alike often breathe a sign of relief when the crop reaches R5 because of a mistaken and frankly emotional belief that the crop is made by this grain fill stage. There's a lot of talk about the corn crop being mostly made at denting, and that is premature. The current forecast is not favorable for fill. What drought stress does after pollination is prematurely shorten the fill as the plant shuts down too soon. A 12% reduction in the Iowa corn yield of 202 bushels per acre from the August crop production report would be a 24 bushel per acre loss. Iowa State University says that drought effects on soybeans are generally not as severe as in corn, Drought can reduce pod numbers by up to 20% as a result of flower and pod abortion. Seeds per pod and seed size can also be affected by drought stress, but to a lesser degree than the number of pods. Drought stress in August comes at the worst time for soybeans, and even if rain comes at the end of the month, some yield damage will occur in the interim. The Pro Farmer Crop Tour was finding tremendous pod counts, but the late season drought will cause plants to abort some that they cannot fill. Donald J. Trump took responsibility for calling off last weekend's Phase 1 trade talks with China. They are not being postponed as they are not being rescheduled. They are canceled for the foreseeable future. Trump says he doesn't want to talk to China right now. When asked whether he would keep Phase 1, he said that he would see. Beijing will continue to buy U.S. products as if Phase 1 existed well into the next administration. The U.S. dollar index fell to new lows again this week. Our currency is devaluating, but ours is not alone. The Wall Street Journal wrote that emerging market currencies are even weaker with no end in sight. Isn't it something when the U.S. dollar is traveling with the ruble, rupee, rand, and real? U.S. buying power is weakening in global markets, while the opposite is true for our European and Asian buyers. 
That is why a lot of U.S. ag commodities have not responded more positive to dollar weakness than they have. Michael Lindell, better known as the Mr. Pillow Guy from Minnesota, thinks he knows where the cure to COVID is, and I'm glad that he let the president know about it. Some people think that he is a snake oil salesman, and some of those people are U.S. cotton producers. Lindell claims that his products are made in America, all the while touting how he gets the best cotton in the world from Egypt for his sheets. He goes on and on about Giza cotton. To me, that is bait and switch. It just so happens that U.S. farmers grow great quality cotton in Georgia, Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Texas, and a few other states. The United States has been the world's leading cotton exporter. Lindell must really tick off the National Cotton Council with his denigration of U.S. cotton. Made in America means grown in America, except, I guess, at his pillow plant in Minnesota. Pima cotton grown in California is no second in quality to foreign imported cotton. Next thing you know, Minnesota will start importing corn from Brazil to make ethanol if Mike Lindell was in charge. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.